face the vengeance of the Moon Knight. Welcome to Fireside. First off, welcome to Fireside. We'll be talking comic books the entire time. Ain't going nowhere, so dry your eyes. Already lasted longer than Firefly. Stay tuned, Mickey's got the creepiest news. From books to TV, the movie reviews. Plus the next toy, baby, here we get choose. Even a superhero fight club, we usually lose. So pop in those earbuds, turn up those speakers. Feel my power, Earth 2 with features. Neither listen by weekly or you can binge us. We got it all, baby. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another issue of Fireside Chats. I'm your host, Menti. And with me is at least two sidekicks who we're getting close. We're so close to being somewhat normal again. But I do have P features. Hello, Internet. And then there's Huey. What's going on? What's going on? We, we almost had What's the What's going on? What's going on, baby? We almost Huey. had the third, uh, oh, third one. Yeah, Mauer was going to make it, and then he said he can't, and then he's going to destroy his studio. Yeah, he, he wouldn't let me come over. I tell Ben. So he's pissed at something. <laughs> he tried to be here. Yeah, he sounded really mad. But apparently he bought a standing desk, and uh, yeah, he can't stand up to the challenge of putting it together. <laughs> So he can't make the show because he's angry. So Hulk Smash, he's over there. Power Smash. Power Smash. Potentially, potentially in the market for a new standing desk. Uh, but yeah, that's what's going on. But it, it is nice. It is nice hearing the voices of of so many issues before. It's good having the the majority of us back. It's been a long time. And I, we do actually have to give a one because he, he's making me do it. But we have to give Guyver a quick shout out because he's like, "Hey, can I come back?" And I'm like, "No, nah, we're gonna have, <laughs> we're gonna have, <laughs> we're gonna have other people on the show." But he'll he'll be back. He'll be back. It was a lot of fun having him on. Big shout outs to Guyver. Guyver. It was a lot of fun having him on. And thank you uh, very much for for filling in when needed. Because uh, otherwise, it would have just. Been a really weird two issues. <laughs> Would have been a real weird fight club. So Menti loses. Moving on. <laughs> we all die. All right. Let's get into uh let's get into what we do on Wednesday. And what we do on Wednesday is give you a heap and dose of the what features? The new news. We got uh we got a whole lot of things to talk about. We're gonna try and get back to a normal time frame here again. So we're gonna we're shooting for a half hour, meaning that we'll probably be forty five minutes, but you know. We're going to try. Uh but we've got plenty of things to talk about, like the live action Spider-Verse updates. And there's also potential animated Walking Dead series. And we got a comic accurate Scarlet Witch in the MCU. All clickbait. <laughs> uh, but we'll explain in more detail in a little bit. Uh, but as we do, let's jump into comics first. And uh, the first story I kind of want to get out of the way, it's the uh, the uh, DC Comics is uh, assessing how they're going to uh, redistribute comics coming for- uh, moving forward. As we know, 
due to COVID, they cut their ties with um, Diamond Distribution, yeah, which is th- uh, still the biggest uh, comic distribution there is. I mean, pretty much everybody goes through that. I mean, I, even when we talked to Todd McFarlane, he was saying, like, the image, that's what we're going to do. We're not changing. <laughs> like, we're not moving from that. Um, so it was a pretty mm-hmm. big deal when DC said that they were going to cut ties, and they moved to two different distribution companies. They did Lunar Distributions, and then they did Midtown, which is UCS Comics Distribution. Um, so what this is about essentially is they've cut ties with uh, with uh, Midtown. Midtown uh, UCS distributions is no longer going to be uh, sending out DC publications. Instead, they're going to move solely to Lunar. They're probably still waiting for Midtown to send out their comics. <laughs> yeah, probably. Midtown <laughs> did say in their own press release that they have other things that they're going to be sending to work uh, to books, and they were very proud to help. DC Comics kind of shift and and move forward during COVID because to be fair, they were one of the few comic companies putting out new new content. I mean, remember how hard this show was to do because nobody yeah. was doing anything. We had no new news. nothing, <laughs> nothing. Um, so it's it's it was cool to see the both press releases, you know, paying homage to each other, which was nice. Uh, but uh, one big change coming from DC, if you are uh, a comic shop owner or maybe online sales, something like that, there is a minimum that you now have to meet for um, weekly orders from from DC now. So it needs to be a minimum of one hundred twenty five dollars or five hundred dollars a month based on the cover price of the books. And what's crazy is, is that if your order doesn't meet the one hundred twenty five dollar minimum, they will hold your order until the next one comes in to hit the minimum before they send it out. So if you're a wow. smaller shop and can't afford it, right, that you might not get your books uh, for, you know, your books might be parceled out a little bit more every two weeks or wh- whatever it takes for you to hit that minimum. The only good thing I so can see is- Does that- Got feature. I was about to say, does that help or hurt, really? And I was going to say, it would only help is if the book that they got delayed on because they couldn't read the order is like a hot book. It's the only way. Right. I mean, to be fair, most comics, uh, most big comics, the most the, the, the books that the shops really go for, they're not going to have a hard time hitting this minimum because they're going to sell those books. Right. Those books are going to sell, but it, it's it's the one-offs. It's the sh- it's like when they do when they when they 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 test the waters with a new character or rebring or bringing a character back or like when Green Lantern has three different Green Lantern books and then the Green Lantern core with Jessica Cruz isn't doing as well. That one probably is not going to hit the order minimum. You know what I mean? So hmm. like was it the 10,000 10, books sold for Marvel uh, otherwise they cancel your book? Isn't that what it is? It's, yes. Something like that. So yeah. this is similar to that. So it's not like it's not the end of the world by any means. It's not this crazy change, but it is something to keep in mind moving forward. But I, look, the people who listen to us, I don't think we have many comic book shop owners who listen to us. So I don't think we need to go into this for much detail, but it's good to know. It's cool that it's also big that DC is shaking up the industry to this degree, because as as we said earlier, Diamond was the it was like the linchpin of comic books. If you couldn't get comics if it wasn't through Diamond, and to get your book picked up and distributed by Diamond is like a is a marker of how good of a book you have. You know what I mean? So yeah. Anyway, let's move into actual comic news and let's talk about uh, the Age of Conchu. Let's talk about um, what's it called? Uh, the Avengers book going on right now because it's a pretty wild book. Uh, so, spoiler alert for anybody who's reading Avengers right now, especially the Age of Conchu story, which is where Moon Knight is slowly using an, uh, an arc, an onk, onk, I think that's how you say onk. it, an onk, 
He's using different me- mythical onks to gather the powers of all the Avengers. So he literally goes around Avenger by Avenger. Oh, that's right. Features has one on his arm. Yep. So from now on, Features, you'll say that word. I'll just pause for a second. So <laughs> anyway, uh, Moon Knight gets a bunch of magical onks. Thank you. Uh, and to gather the powers of the Avengers. So the first one he gets is Iron Fist. Then he gets uh, Doctor Strange. Then he gets the Hammer of Thor. Uh, regardless, the point is, is he's going around trying to gather all these powers and he tries to get Black Panthers, which doesn't really work because Black Panther's power isn't like bestowed to him. It's something that's a part of him. Right. So once he eats the heart-shaped herb, that's it. The heart-shaped fruit, he's done. That's it. It's in his blood. He is. That's him. Right. So unless he unless he has the powers of the Black Panther, the, pa- drift away. <laughs> the black, the black panther. <laughs> the, well, oh my God! You got to do the for the Forest Whitaker Wakanda voice, black. <laughs> the black panther, <laughs> away. But so he essentially, uh, Black Panther gives himself up. Black Panther goes, okay, you know what? Uh, I don't know what's going on, but obviously Mark Spector is not this crazy. He's crazy, but he's not this crazy. So I'm just going to give up and let you kind of take me to figure out what's going on. And that's when we find out that he's gathering these powers to uh, for Conchu, who's somewhat manipulating him into killing uh, versions of Mephisto throughout the multiverse. So he kills hundreds of Mephistos with these powers. Like he actually throws Thor's hammer through the chest of Mephisto. Um, well, then he realizes <laughs> that. Holy. He's essentially being pseudo-manipulated by Kanchu because Kanchu re- recreates Manhattan in his own image, so like the, the city of Kanchu, essentially, um, where mm-hmm. all the people, like there's a bunch of people who now worship Kanchu in Manhattan. He's got his own forces, so on and so forth. And that's when we find out from uh, Moon Knight, from Mark Spector, that he's not quite on board with Kanchu, and he's actually hidden a power from him, which is the Ghost Rider. So he still has Robbie Reyes's, uh, well, his fake spirit of engine. Uh, car. His Eli. Well, no, he has legitimately. Yeah, the, he actually has. The, oh, yeah. He gets the skull face and everything. Oh, geez. So later on, you see like how, yeah. So he's got that. And he's like, look, I'm not fully with Conchu here. That's not what I'm trying to do. And you find out later on that while he's fighting, uh, while he's fighting Black Panther, we talked about this before, where he becomes the. Uh, the the new Phoenix Force. Phoenix. So the Phoenix jumps in. So he like he beats. He he says, "I need to bleed." He's essentially bleeding out his his connection to Kanchu. So he doesn't want to be have any connection to him anymore to leave himself open for the Phoenix Force. Phoenix Force takes him. If anybody's unaware of what the Phoenix Force is, I'm shocked. But if you are, it's mm-hmm. the culmination of all life throughout the multiverse. It's a multiversal entity. There's only one, and it exists as long as life exists. But it's not good at dealing with emotion which is why Jean goes crazy every time she has it, right? Like, certain people just can't have it because they can't deal with it. Scott, Scott couldn't deal with it, which is why Professor X died, right, when uh, in AVX. So th- when you uh, give emotion to the, uh, the Phoenix Force, it feeds and extrapolates and it becomes something terrible. Well, what it's not used to is the craziness that is Mark Spector <laughs> and the mental disorders that that man has, so it's not quite sure how to deal with split personality disorder and, and a flood of emotions coming from different subsections of your brain. So it starts driving uh, Mark crazy, and he's like, I gotta get rid of it, I can't have this power, it's not working for me. So the onks go to the Avengers. So this is where this this is the reason why we're bringing this up is that all of a sudden we've got pa- uh, characters who are now swapping powers once again. Uh, you now have Jennifer <laughs> Walters is the new who, Iron Fist. Jennifer Walters, She Hulk has the power of the Iron Fist, the coolest one of all. Blade, what does he get? 
Doctor Strange. Yep. Here comes the new Sorcerer Supreme. And then Robbie Reyes gets his car. Yay! Like Robbie Reyes just goes back to being Robbie Reyes. Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, that's so. And then they all kind of just, you know, beat the piss out of uh conchu and his forces and they arrest him how do you arrest conchu is crazy you're under arrest arrest. conchu a deity he is a deity (laughs) i mean the crazy thing about conchu is we don't know but all so much about conchu because he's very he's very ambiguous to begin with so this is the first time we've seen how powerful he can be like the idea that even even a a souped up conchu can kill that many mephistos is pretty crazy yeah because like mephisto is wildly powerful so for him to kill like a hundred mephistos that says something See, I'm still trying to wrap my mind around them locking up an actual god. It's 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 almost reminiscent of that time in real life where that guy, I think it was a governor of Minnesota or someplace, he sued God for like causing natural disasters and everything. It's the real that. thing. It happened. I remember that. <laughs> he won. Well, anyway, regardless. That's uh, Age of Conchus. It's it's worth looking into because this is the we haven't seen Moon Knight so forefront and present and so powerful ever. Like oh, the I wonder I, why you think he's got like a show or something coming up. Well, even more than that, if they bring <laughs> elements of this into the show, like the Super Moon, now that he has actual powers, the Super Moon is why he's so powerful. The reason, like for example, when we talked about him controlling Thor's hammer and him mm-hmm. being able to control Moonstone, is only because it's a Super Moon. So the fact that there's a super moon out there, he's so amped up with this moon juice <laughs> that he's able to moon uh, juice. <laughs> that he's able to control fate. Like so, the part of how he beats Thor is he brings moons from all over the the galaxy to Earth, and then has them kind of contain Thor. So he's like crushed between all these moons. That's how powerful Moon Knight is. Like Moon Knight what? is a crazy, and then he has he the OP'd. Phoenix Force, and he has the go, the Spirit of Vengeance. Which the Spirit of Vengeance, dude, I mean that gets that gets underplayed how powerful that is all the time. Yeah, it definitely does. So throw that's all true. these things together. Yeah, he's a little, that's the little, one of the most yeah. OP versions of Moon Knight. Like you, I would almost say that Moon Knight at that point is a multiversal threat. <laughs> wouldn't you think we, we, we taking him on fight club <laughs> next time multiversal oh i wouldn't no we're not taking on multiversal moon Knight. <laughs> that, that next show will be really quick Th- things that we never put in the same sentence before Mul- moon Knight and multiversal threat multiversal <laughs> moon Knight might be the name of this issue just because people are gonna go what the hell is that um all right so that's that should, should i type that down because i'll get a text tomorrow morning going what do we say we call this probably issue? that's fair that's you yeah um all right but that's that uh, and then one little last bit of comic book news that's worth going into is uh, Marvel Comics Ultimate um, Unlimited, excuse me, their streaming service for comics, very similar to what the DC streaming service is going to become, the uh, DC Infinite, or I think that's called Infinite DC or whatever. Uh, it used to be that if you signed up for that, you'd get new comics six months after they come out. Right, so half a year later, those comics become available for you to use for the streaming service. Well, now they're only three months back. That's so, cool. That's a great, yeah. yeah, it's a good change. That's a real good change. That's, honestly, that's a big change. It should be, like it. to be honest, I think it should be a month, but whatever. It that's, should be the next week. No. No, 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 because they still need to make sales. We, I don't want the comic industry to collapse and become online only, so no, they still need to have, right. physical books need to be around. Two weeks. Um, but regardless, <laughs> it's a good change. It's a good change. Yeah, it definitely is. It's, it's going to help uh, drive some fans back to that site. I don't know what comicology is, though. 
I don't, I mean, it's Amazon and I don't like the way Amazon works with the cloud stuff and having to buy it from the Amazon app and then go into a, into the Comixology app and, and the then f- download it from the cloud server. It's Wait, that how that works? I've, I, well, that's done, how, I haven't done Comixology. So. That's how it worked for a while, which is when I stopped using Comixology. Once, once Amazon bought them, that's what it became. It may be different now, but that's still the way it works on what? The Kindle? If you want to use Kindle app yeah. on anything outside of a Kindle, that's how it works. Gotcha. Um, all right, so let's jump into TV news. We got a bunch of that, some movie news, and then we'll we'll wrap it up. All right, thanks for coming to Fireside. Enjoy the rest of your day. Dude, I'm so tired. Wait. I'm so tired. All right, bear with bear with me. Bear with me. Uh, okay, so first thing we're gonna talk about a little Star Wars news. Uh, can, uh, before we even get into this, can we just talk about how bad clickbait news has become right now? Oh, it's horrible. so bad right now. Dude, we got this covered as Screen Rant. Uh, is it Screen Rant? I think Screen Rant's up there. But we got this covered as just whatever comes into their head they're writing a story about. It's amazing. Um, they're a new level of troll that I, I think we've, we've never seen before. It's just straight up manipulation at this it, point. It really yeah. is. It, it's ridiculous. Definitely. It's crazy. And the reason why I'm bringing that up is that there's all this rumor and news about Star Wars and The Rock getting a role and and um and a Ahsoka movie what? on the way and there's just a lot going on right now. But one basically, thing that basically we basically if you're a character in the Star Wars universe, you have a movie coming. But one thing that we did learn is uh, and this is um, from uh, Variety uh, that John Favreau has confirmed that the Mandalorian season three is on schedule to begin shooting at the end of the year. That's huge. So not only are we getting season two at the end of the year, so we're getting that in a couple weeks. We're getting that in a couple weeks, on the 30th. Cannot wait for that. And then he's already set to go for season three, which leads me to believe that the whole crisis that they talked about, by the way, we got this coverage where this started, Mm -hmm. um, that there was all this, that they were up in arms, that Disney was trying to change uh, the future seasons of The Mandalorian. Like they were trying to change the script to force more of the Clone Wars stuff into it to try and build this shared universe on the Disney streaming app. Uh, it turns yeah. out that that's fake if they're ready to go with season three already. I mean, season three was written. They didn't have to change things. <laughs> like, I mean, I'm sure that they suggested some of that stuff, but I'm sure there wasn't no war over it. I highly doubt at this point Disney's going up to Jon Favreau, who's been just turning out gold for them. Yes. From Iron Man to the live-action Disney movies to The Mandalorian, they're not they're not, nothing. They're just going, what do you want us to do, sir? You need more money? Here's a, here's a blank check. Do what you need to do. I mean, that's one of the things. Remember when, they, when Disney bought Marvel, everybody was all mad and everyone was all scared, and I was like, I was happy. don't worry, because they're just going to do what they did. With uh, with Pixar later on down the line, which is just you keep making stuff that we can make plush toys out of, and we'll leave you alone. <laughs> here's, yeah, here's that's true. unlimited reforce, uh, unlimited resources, and let us make plushies. Plushies. So I mean, no, that, I I shouldn't say that stuffies because right. they they definitely they definitely pushed Pixar around a little bit because Pixar was like, we don't want to make sequels. And they're like, well, if you don't, we're gonna make them, and they're gonna suck. So you better do it. <laughs> <laughs> Um, anyway, so th- that's good news. That's on its way. And then the next thing we have is for some more um, MCU goodness, some of our clickbaity titles, which is the WandaVision show getting a comic accurate version of the Scarlet Witch, which is a little hard to put into terms. We're going to find how psycho she is. Right. Basically. I feel like that's. Well, I mean, if we're, 
if we're getting that, then you know, perfect. But are are we when we say comic accurate? Are we talking about like the costume? No, her. No, uh, yeah, Scarlet Witch as a character. Oh, the what? What oh. she how, like, said. How crazy she is, and how. I mean, spoiler alert: they put out pops, and she and one of the pops looks like she's pregnant. Well, we know her kids are going to play a so, role in this. Well, yeah. So, like, are they really going to dive into the whole? The kids situation and then becoming real at the but end. But then her, yeah, her kids being fake in, in, in general. But this is what uh, Elizabeth Olsen told the New York Times when she was asked about the series. She said, uh, WandaVision is such an incredible concept. It's the first time we get to understand her as the Scarlet Witch that she is in the comics. And that's exciting for me because she hasn't really been able to, because uh, uh, I haven't been able to give her that on, t- uh, that on, that time on screen. So, I'm hoping what she's referring to is House of M, and that's kind of what we've been saying. For anybody unaware, House of M is where Scarlet Witch goes crazy because she believes the Avengers took her kids, which didn't really exist in the first place, um, and she remakes the world the way she believes it should be, giving every hero what they've always wanted. And I think the MCU version of that is going to be her bringing back Vision and trying to continually revamp the world into something that she's wanted. So I think that's why that's going to tie into a lot of sitcoms because she maybe watched sitcoms growing up or something that right. she's trying to like is, give herself her ultimate life. But this is also what's going to most likely bring the mutants into the MCU. Eh, I don't know about that. Eh, it's an easy way to so, throw them in there. No, what the you talking about uh, mutants? That's what baby Huey is. I'm not with him on that. It could be a way for them to throw him in there. Eternals is coming out, dude. There's no point in doing that. (laughs) I was thinking about that, but it's not, it's actually not an easy way to bring mutants in to the MCU doing it that way. It should be, but it's not because mutants would have already existed. House of M would have killed the mutants. Here's the thing. Right. It's a reverse house of M. Instead of taking the powers away, you're going to give people powers. Makes no sense. (laughs) It's her reality. She warps it how she wants. Here's the thing. We have an Eternals movie coming out. That no one true. cares about the Eternals. The Eternals <laughs> only has one thing going for it, and it explains the origin of mutants. That's going to be a it's throwaway line in the movie, and then later on we're going to have something that happens that gives them powers uh, a la the Ultimate Universe, where it's going to be like a fake Terrigen Mist that uh, unlocks their powers. It could be the Scarlet Witch makes that but That could be true. That could be true. Like her, her, but she, what is she going to say? Now there's mutants. Like, that's dumb. <laughs> That's dumb. But or miracles or whatever. You know. Dumb. But even <laughs> now it would be kind of cool if she turned out to be a mutant this whole time. That would be cool. Okay. She she finds out that she's different. And then she, she was like, I want more, more of us. She wants more. Yeah. That would be cool. Okay. I'm gonna backtrack now. I'm gonna backtrack because <laughs> that could be cool. Like if it turns out that her being a miracle, quote unquote, from Avengers Age of Ultron, that she is indeed a mutant. She finds that out in the course of the show, and then instead of no more mutants, the famous end to House of M, now it's- It'd be more of me. Yeah, more, <laughs> more of me. More of me. <laughs> all of you versus all of me. Um, all right, that could be cool. That could be cool. I'm into that. Uh, all right, let's talk about Hellstorm for a second. Or Hellstrom, excuse me, I did it again. I did it again, and I even watched the show, and I still Hellstrom. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to preface this by I'm not into the occult kind of stuff very much. Uh, I don't know much about Hellstrom in the comics. Nope. All I have to go off of is that first episode that's on Hulu now. And crazy enough, did you see Marvel Studios was in the title? So I started watching the uh, the intro just to see if Marvel was listed anywhere in the intro. And they were. 
It says Marvel Studios. Really, really small, but it's they don't give the normal Marvel front like they normally do, like the normal it, it, page uh, flipping front. Yeah, I was actually like, it just the show just started. I'm like, oh, okay, is this a, like? I know it's a Marvel show, but like, is it a Marvel show? And then I saw Marvel Studio Productions presents, and I was like, okay. <laughs> you, you know what? You know what it is, and forgive me for for intruding on you guys' conversation on this part because I definitely have to watch Hellstrom. Um, when they when they do that, I I feel like I feel like they do that so it's like to to make the show because it's not such a popular property of theirs to see if it'll gain its own steam without having the Marvel logo so like emblazoned on it to say, all right, this is this is part of Marvel too, so you should just like it. They're trying to make it exist of its own merit, I think. I don't think so. Which, I I think no? it's Marvel Television versus Marvel Studios. So Marvel Television was what we got with the Netflix shows that got dark, gritty, real, bloody, violent. Marvel Studios, on the other hand, doesn't want to do that. And now we know Marvel Studios took over Marvel Entertainment or Marvel Television. Um, so now you've got a show coming out with the Marvel Studios name that is very bl- violent, like very bloody. It's very dark. Yes. It's talking about demonic themes. There's possession. It's a cool story, but it's way darker than any MCU property has ever been. So it's them going, I don't know if I want to put our name on this because we're trying to be PG-13 and this is not. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what, I, that's what I, I, I think if this does well, it's going to bode well for Moon Knight. I hope this does well specifically because it's going to show them that they can do darker, um, darker stories under the Marvel Studios imprint without affecting the other stories they have. And we already know they're trying to already do darker because they have, you know, Moon Knight, you got Blade. So there's already things in the pipeworks that is darker. Yeah, but you can PG-13 both of those. You could, but hopefully this you does can. as well. I enjoy I think it, if, so. they do, if they do do Moon Knight, they should... They- Try to use work off of what they did with Daredevil as well as um, Legion. Oh yeah! If you give me a Daredevil Legion esque show for Moon Knight, oh, I'm in 100. percent Oh yeah, but it won't be that. It'll be it'll be PG 13 <laughs> version of that. But whatever. Um, point is, <laughs> it's worth watching Hellstrom. It is. It's worth your time. It, first episode was very good. I loved the opening scene. It reminded me a lot of, and maybe Huey kind of agrees with this. Constantine meets Lucifer meets Outcast from uh, Robert Kirkman. Constantine meets Lucifer meets Outcast. Okay. The the best right. the best scene it, j- just the opening scene. I won't spoil it, like the actual show, but the opening scene is uh, Hellstrom goes to a house. To about uh, for a boy that's been possessed, and he goes into the room, and they're like, "Don't you need a Bible or anything?" And he's like, "Nah." <laughs> and he goes in there, <laughs> and, there and there's it's yeah right, <laughs> it's gross all over the walls. It's covered in it's covered in doo doo. Um, and Ew. don't give that away. <laughs> and uh, the, and this demon boy crawls out from under the bed. He's like, "Yo, tell the humans down there that this body needs sustenance, and if they don't give me what I want, I'll smear more feces on the walls." And he's like this demonic, like crazy looking kid, and. Hellstrom just goes, Stop. look, I know you're faking it, bro. Knock it off. Knock, and knock, and knock it off. You don't know what you're doing. Go clean up the walls. He's like, go get bleach. Clean, this, clean, clean the walls and go get something good mm-hmm. and do your schoolwork. And then the kid's like, tries to be all demonic again. And, he go, and then all of a sudden, fire raises up around him. And he's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> you don't know the kind of power you're playing with. You don't know what this world is like. Clean this room with bleach. Well, thanks for not spoiling the opening scene, Mindy. <laughs> no, I said I wasn't going to spoil the show. 
<laughs> that it, that that scene that scene had me because I was I was teetering with the phone test. So I had the phone yes. out like I don't know if this show is going to be it for me. And then it had a very because uh, Outcast has a very similar opening scene, which is awesome. The first episode of Outcast is not too far off from that, and it's really 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 good. Outcast is worth your time. Uh, which by the way also on Hulu. Um, but yeah. regardless, <laughs> check out both shows. Uh, okay, let's go ahead and talk about She-Hulk for a second. A quick second, because apparently it's not real. Yeah. <laughs> so, what's her name? Tatiana uh, Maislany? 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 I can never say these names right. Maislany? Maislany? I don't know. Tatiana Maislany? He's just trying to throw a little I'm flair on it. Straws here. Um, regardless, the person who was announced as playing She-Hulk. Yeah. Apparently, she's yes. not. From her what? own. Her own mouth. Yeah, apparently she's like, uh, actually, that's not a real thing. It's like a press release that that's gotten out of hand. Uh, it's uh, it's totally not. Uh, I've been contacted. Uh, I've been con- uh, connected to these things in the past, and the press has just gotten uh, gotten into it. Uh, but it's actually not a thing. Unfortunately, I don't know. First off, the fact that she's backtracking this much, like she's not just saying no, I'm not playing She-Hulk. She's like, but like. This has happened before, and like the press is taken out, and it's not like not like a thing, but it's like a thing. But like I've been contacted, but it's like, so not, like it's not a thing. You guys found out, and I can't really say anything yet, so I'm just gonna pretend it's not <laughs> true. And yeah, and then she ends with "I have no idea," giggles, and that's the end of it. Yeah, it's true, and they just haven't. So maybe she, she it hasn't been officially announced yet. Maybe, but they're probably just going like, "Damn it!" <laughs> well, let's see how people react. <laughs> you know, you know, it's funny. I was I was looking at this picture of her. And I just thought to myself, you know who would have made a good She-Hulk? Barring I don't, I don't know her her full acting range. Uh, you remember? Uh, what's her name? The chick, the guns. She was like, uh, we met her at the Man- Manhattan Comic Con, at Big Apple Comic Con, dude. I have no idea. Yes, the uh, the woman I arm wrestled, who just who whooped yes, me? yeah, I don't remember. Yes, Two Guns was uh, the name of the book, right? Or the Two sh- Guns, yes. That was the show. Well, if you feel like going back to our back catalog, finding that interview, by all <laughs> means, tell us who it is in the comment section. But since we're running low on time, I'm going to rattle off some news that doesn't need a lot of context. So first off, Swamp Thing, its uh, pilot ratings on the CW had over 1.1 million viewers. That is insane. That's huge for the CW. That means that show so has a potential. Second season? Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. If that show keeps this up, if that keeps up this viewership. If that, if that keeps it up. If that keeps up this viewership and they're getting over a million viewers it, for a show. It could also have been all the fans from Swamp Thing wanting to see how edited it was going to be for TV. Who cares? 1.1 million viewers is, is quite a bit. Oh, I hope I hope it continues. We get a season two. We'll pr- hoping and praying. All right. So the animated Walking Dead series is not an actual thing. Uh, so spoiler alert, uh, clickbait. Uh, I don't know what else you want to call that. But Scott That's Gimple, who I'm you know, not a big fan of, but whatever. F- personal feelings aside, uh, is said he's watching to see how the Hulu um, Invincible show goes. So we know Robert Kirkman's superhero show Invincible is getting its hour-long dramatic live-action show, uh, which cannot Ooh. wait for. Looks amazing. Very super stoked for that. Uh, but he said he's watching it pretty intently because one of their goals is to make an animated version of The Walking Dead, which could be cool. I'd be into an animated Walking Dead because if it's more comic accurate, you give me a version of The Walking Dead based solely on the comics and not straying, I'd be into that. Oh, that that'd be cool. I was 100%. Actually, I was thinking it'd still be in the same world as the current show, but if they go full comic, 
That'd be awesome. Well, he was talking about coming up with like a new name for everything called Tales of the Walking Dead that don't connect to anything. So each episode could be its own thing. Well, not even that. Like Fear the Walking Dead, Worlds Beyond, Walking Dead. That what if they make this animated show, the car or the um the Carl, uh the Daryl and Carl, the Daryl and <laughs> Carol show. All of those would be part <laughs> of the Tales of the Walking Dead. Okay. Right, so I mean, I'm into it. I'm into it. Keep it. Keep look. At the end of the day, The Walking Dead has had some. I shouldn't say some. Has had a lot of crappy seasons, but the <laughs> actual franchise of The Walking Dead, I still love. Right, even if I don't like Fear the Walking Dead and I think Worlds Beyond is trash, I think The Walking Dead as a franchise is still great. And like the Rick movies, can't wait for them. Um, but let's get into some movie news. Some real quick ones. Uh, first off, the set of the Batman. We've Spoiler got some alert. weird, weird teases, which, to be fair, mean absolutely nothing. But every it's got everybody up in arms, which is we've seen, as Baby Huey's just said. Spoiler alert: that uh, there is a Superman, a Wonder Woman, and a Flash logo available, and potentially a Hawk Girl. Uh, so Superman and Wonder Woman have both been seen in Halloween costumes on the set, as well as a Flash logo of Wally West Flash, uh, a logo of his on the wall, and potentially a girl that looks like Hot Girl in the background. But obviously, these are Halloween costumes. You could see the fake muscles. It's not that big of a deal. And we know it's taking place during <laughs> the, it's an adaptation from the long Halloween. So yeah, Halloween time in Gotham. Yeah. But it is neat though that so the Justice pretty League, much Gotham. But the Justice League <laughs> exists in this world. Yeah, the cartoon of them. Like, we don't know if they really uh, that, exist. That could be. We have no idea. They could just be legitimate comics. Because remember, on a, on a Earth, uh, Superboy Prime Earth, DC Comics is a thing. That is true. That is true. He even goes into DC Comics and kills a bunch of them. <laughs> I'll, uh, like Deadpool. When he gets the uh, he gets a Rage Lantern ring during uh, leading up to Blackest Night and kills a bunch of the DC Raiders. Um, anyway, all right, moving on from there. Uh, David Ayers is trying very hard to get his Suicide Squad cut out, and I kind of love him for it because I love what he wrote. <laughs> so he was talking about how Suicide Squad. You know, he said he he took his uh, he took his licks lips uh, licks like a good little soldier when the studio cut was released. Oh boy. Um, and he said it's who I am, uh, but. Since then, I've <laughs> I've watched my cut for the first time, and it uh, 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 since it was abandoned. And he said it's beeping amazing. Uh, and then he said, "On God, I love that he said Street. on God. I love that. I love that so much. It's amazing. On God, I felt guilty for years, like I like I like I messed up, but nope, it's fire. <laughs> Why was he putting it on God? Though? On God, I love that. It's David Ayers straight up said on God. After, oh, after we get the Slater cut, that'll be, be next year's. Dude, uh, wouldn't you? I would be like a, a non. If DC or Warner Brothers had just removed all of their crap from it, and we, I would 100% be into a David Ayer's cut of that movie. Me too. Because I do. The aesthetics of that movie are great. It's why it was Oscar worthy. The movie itself, not so much, but the aesthetics are incredible. Absolutely. Mm. Uh, all right. Absolutely. Um, let's, let's, just, let's just yell at the Death in the Family animated movie for a Damn second. Damn you for making me waste some money on that. What a waste that was. Don't don't spend your money. If don't. you have one of the Red Hood, don't waste your money. Do you want to explain why, Baby Huey, or do you want to just throw the taglines in there? Because it's literally the same freaking movie. 
No joke. It legitimately is. They they literally just cut most of the movie out, give a horrible Batman voiceover, and that's it. You rewatch. Same animation, same acting, n- everything. I've, I own Under the Red Hood, and now I own a shorter version of Under the Red Hood <laughs> with a weird voiceover. We, we, we both do. It's, it's such... Yeah. It was so annoying. Yeah. He got under the red hood, the cliff notes. You know what? No. I, it was spark notes. That's exactly what it was. It was the spark notes for under the red hood. Now, the alternate endings they did, there were three different alternate endings, and they were short. So, like, Menti and I both have it on iTunes, and apparently on iTunes, you can't do the, I, I guess when you get to the part where Jason dies, you can pick and choose if he lives, but we can't do that on iTunes. So, they give you the option to watch the alternate scenes after. Um. There's three different alternate scenes. One was like 12 minutes long. One was eight minutes long. And one was like another eight minutes long. So they're shorter versions of that. But if you sat me down and you said, hey, you're going to watch a Batman movie and, and, and with Batman. I'd be like, that's awesome. But then <laughs> Batman won't shut the hell up and let the movie go. And just talks the entire time. You're like, dude, Batman, I can see what's happening. You do not need to explain it to me. I'm literally watching it happen. It's voiceover. And then the Joker took out a crowbar. That's exactly no, that's like exactly to a T. That's what happens. What? It's so it's it's terrible. Don't waste your time. It's like a Batman audiobook, but on TV. Uh, all right, a couple last bits of news. One real big one. Uh, it's is it might seem small, but I want to I want to dive into this a little deeper. I want to talk about Michael B. Jordan acquiring Static Shock yes. for a movie. Um, with Warner Brothers, because this is bigger than just him making a Static Shock movie. First off, if you're if you're a kid of the '90s, you remember the Static Shock cartoon, but that came from a a, a comic uh, imprint called Milestone, and Milestone yes. was created by black artists and writers who wanted to create their own shared universe. Uh, it was eventually picked up by DC Comics, and it became part of DC, very much like um, how the Watchmen has eventually been folded into the DC universe. Their characters were as well, but right. that's where Icon also came from, which is essentially Black Superman, right? Cool Black Superman, not not like fake Monel Super Black Superman, like an actual Black Superman, <laughs> like one worth your time, not just a a Superman just with a you know more pigment <laughs> essentially um so but what's cool about it is his goal his long-term goal is to not just make a static shock movie but to make a milestone universe a awesome. shared milestone universe so bringing back all the original characters including icon uh and having them together in their own cinematic universe super dope idea all, I, all you gotta say is uh as a fan of the static shock cartoon and with the justly cartoon he needs to get Phil Lamar in this movie. He was a voice of Static Shock and Green Lantern in Justice League. Cool. I'm just happy that he's doing it. To, yeah. be, to be fair, the, like we we talked for a while, especially when Black Lightning came out. It was like, oh damn, Black Lightning's gonna steal all the thunder from Static Shock because who's gonna want to have Static Shock after having Black Lightning? It's like it's like an older version of the same character. They make fun of that, in, like in uh, Young Justice. Right. So, um. At no point did I think there was going to be a Static Shock movie. To now know that there's a milestone universe in the works is such bigger news. Um, so that's pretty exciting. I'm pretty stoked to see where that goes. I'm I'm hoping that unlike like a blood or um uh what's his name Bloodshot, unlike the Bloodshot movie that is not going to be the thing that launches their the valued yeah. cinematic universe. I'm hoping that Static Shock does well enough. And to be fair, I think Static Shock will because I think Static. Static is one of those few characters that I think was more popular outside of the comics than he was in the comics. He was. 
Oh yeah, definitely. I think I think he was. So I think his fan base is going to be big enough to carry that movie long enough to see the value in making a shared connected universe out of the milestone. His imprint. cartoon back in the '90s got high ratings. So yeah, I was about to say that. I mean, he was the only one out of out of the milestone universe that really got they they tried to do more with. So and it's a, it's amazing that they you you would you would assume that Icon would have been that that character, but he wasn't. It was Static Shock. So, all right, one last bit of news, then we're gonna wrap up because we're hitting that forty-five minute mark. Like like I said, we were gonna try and not yeah. do. Um, let's address. We're good at this half hour stuff. Let's address this. We got this covered madness that has just spiraled out of control. Confirming that. <laughs> Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield were signed on for Spider-Man 3. So, <laughs> we all want that to happen. Yes. Unquestionably, we all want that to happen. I think it I think it it's I think having Toby Maguire as kind of the Peter B Parker, a beaten down version of Parker and having Andrew Garfield getting a getting actual closure, like a, an actual finale to his movies mm-hmm. would be huge mm-hmm. for them. I think that would be great. It'd be a great way to tie everything together. And then the rumor that they're introducing Miles into that movie, it all leads into a Spider-Verse idea. But Sony has, co- has come out and said, These, this is not confirmed. None of this is true. Now, that could be a lie. Let's oh, yeah. be fair. That could very much be a lie. We got this covered. Could have it right. I doubt it because of its source, though. Had any other, like, could you imagine if this was the Latin Review? I wouldn't. I would have thrown away the, the Sony report when Sony was like, "Nah, we didn't." I was like, "Well, the Latin Review said you are, so I don't believe you." <laughs> so clearly, they are, clearly, they you're are, lying. They are never. The Latin wrong. Review never relies. Yeah, they ever. They, uh, they that the Latin Review is is consists of of just a, a an entire bullpen full of uatus. Yeah, yeah. You know like, what I mean? They're, they're like ninety nine point nine 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 percent always right. Always. I mean, but on the other hand, you have we got this covered. Who is point zero 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 they're right sometimes, but they're they're not right on things that they break. The things that they break don't tend to be right. So I don't know about this. I'm suspect. Of course, I want this to happen. Of course, I think this would be the greatest thing for Spider-Man Three. This has to happen though. Um, and and having Doctor Strange in it, and having the Multiverse of Madness, like it all makes sense, and it's all leading to something that makes a lot of sense. But Here, here's the thing: I think they're going to be in the movie. Are they going to be major roles? No. I believe it might be a cameo a la uh, uh, Crisis on Infant Earth from the CW. Like, it might be a quick. I don't think that's true. I think if they're in it, they're going to be in it. You I think, don't, I don't I mean, think they're going to throw I that opportunity I'm away. Just, I'm just th- thinking that they're just going to have them play cameos. I just don't understand why, we, why like, Doctor Strange is, like, Doctor Strange better be a cameo. Because, let's be fair, does Parker really continually need to have a mentor? Can't Parker just no. be Parker? MCU Parker? Apparently not. I know. Like, somebody's got to be his father figure, otherwise he can't survive. It's like, dude, part of the reason that Peter was so great was the lack of a father figure and him trying to figure all this stuff out. You're taking that away. Yes. Yeah. So, like, that's, I mean, honestly, that's why I like Andrew Andrew Garfield's Parker. Everybody seems to hate Andrew Garfield's Peter Parker. I didn't have a problem with him. I loved his I didn't have a problem with him other than that his Peter Parker was a little bit too cool. He had a lot of balls. He did have a lot of balls when he was like, Eugene, like, dude, Eugene's going to whoop the, whoop the piss out of you, man. You should probably not do that. <laughs> this is probably a real bad idea. Parker would definitely not be doing that. No. Right. Uh, but you're right. But that's Sony. Sony made him too cool. I don't think that's Andrew Garfield's fault. Like him doing 360 flips off loading oh, docks. No, no qualms with Andrew himself. It's just, yeah, you're right. It's dude, Sony. Here's the thing. 
I don't know how many people skateboard, but if you have a friend who can 360 flip off a loading dock that cleanly, constantly like that, he's going to have a lot of other skating friends. Like people yes. are going to skate with that guy. <laughs> this dude's yeah, not going yeah. alone to skate a spot because he's got no friends. No, 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 no. That kid that is going to have a whole little posse of skaters with him. <laughs> definitely not the makings of an uncool kid. I'm just saying. Yeah, that's fair. But that's that was Sony. Remember, Sony wanted him originally to to dance to dubstep while swinging through the city. So Sony oh, didn't know what the yeah. hell they were doing. Uh, anyway, I think. Uh, oh, last thing is uh, Kate Bishop got pushed back uh, in Marvel's Avengers. Um, Why? As well as the Marvel uh, Marvel's Avengers release for PS5 and for Xbox Series uh, X got pushed to 2021. The game is so boring right now. It is really boring. It is even the last update. I'm still so bored. I haven't even downloaded the last update because I don't care. I don't care for what I, Avengers. The Avengers game so hyped with is game. yeah, it's such a letdown, and it, it's, it's it's got such rinse and repeat. It's got a great foundation, but it's got no real substance. Yeah. It's, I mean, it looks beautiful, it plays great, but it's so repetitive. It, it's literally watch, for, rinse, repeat on multiple levels. For just watching your numbers tick up a couple. Like, all of a sudden you're like, well, my, my armor rating was 28, but now it's 34. Oh, cool. <laughs> that was worth my time. And so it, should I delete that group chat then? <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, have you noticed anyone in that group chat? <laughs> what was the last time no. you saw someone text in that group chat? A week for the game. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. it's been a minute. During the beta. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, okay. Um, well, that's going to do it at the 45-minute mark. Like, uh, hey, we are, uh, we're here to please. <laughs> we're so, consistent with going over. So some uh, you meant you should do that thing. All right, cool. Thanks. I'll, I'm going to do that thing. You should find the show, Welcome to Fireside, everywhere online. That's at Welcome to Fireside <laughs> at your social media choice, unless it's Twitter, which is Fireside Crew. And if you enjoyed the show, we appreciate all the support. Likes, comments, rating goes a long way and helps other people find the show, which at the end of the day is the goal. And hopefully we get back to normal and we can start growing this bitch again because we've been stagnant, as everybody has been, because of COVID. But hopefully we start taking back up and we would love your help so miss- the more you do that kind of stuff the better it is for the show so if you like this and you want to see it go further you want to see us get those guests you know like we were getting at the beginning of, of yeah. quarantine <laughs> I, miss, I miss cons oh, i miss cons so much that's where we did most of our that's all of our network is gone I was in baltimore comic-con and i that i miss it uh anyway once yeah. again i'm menti i'm here with you. i'm features and baby and uh mr mauer is uh <laughs> put uh, his desk together yeah he's or something. <laughs> yep. His standing desk. Mr. Morris, somewhere raging. Yeah, yeah, he is. Uh, all right. On that note, I've got no other funny things to say. So deuces. Deuces. Excelsior.